It was a tabaxi named Dust of Chalk. The Oceanside Kindergarten up in Newtown. Let's go cut a hand off a statue. It turns out that our tabaxi friend hired the Thieves Guild to steal mm-hmm. this hand. It turns out that this tabaxi is also the buyer of this hand. Yeah, so it feels very much like he's kind of covering off all their bases. There is a uh, figure near the kindergarten in a in a cloak, which could be our tabaxi. It's always good to have some backup, eh, Raffi? And she, like, yeah. skips up the stairs and knocks I don't, on okay. the door. Okay, just after them is a tabaxi who stops at the door in front of you. And now we continue. gray fur they're wearing simple clothes trousers a shirt an apron that is currently stained in in various kinds of paint color Mm -hmm. and do i recognize this tabaxi tabaxi? well they've they've got gray fur you never saw the original you ever saw the tabaxi in the under library that's right face they're wearing a mask this tabaxi is not wearing a mask okay um, you can see that they actually have two little like white patches around their eyes. Yep. Hello. Um, he, he looks at you for a moment and looks at Raffi and looks back at Meredith. And there's a moment of just contemplation. I'm sorry for a moment. I thought you were... Ha- what can I do for you? Hi. Um, so we were just in the neighborhood and uh, we had something to drop off, I think. Raffi, come on up. Raffi is looking so, so uncomfortable by this. <laughs> uh, he hands the, the sack with this hand. I, I believe this is something that you wanted. And he hands it over to the tabaxi who takes it looking confused. <laughs> and they open up the bag in front of, like not fully, but just to look inside. And they look at Raffi and they look at Meredith. I don't understand. You don't? And there's just a moment where the three of you are looking at each other with this bag with a hand in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Harold, uh, with the hawk, would be able to sort of see, hear this, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, through hawk, you know, Orion vision. And And he's like uh, rolling his eyes. (laughs) And uh, he just sort of imagines turning to Potentia, but doesn't actually know if he did that or not. And goes, well, it all seems to be going swimmingly so far. Flawless execution. Um, can you give me a perception roll, please, for your hawk? Yes. Oh, that was an accidental roll. Uh, another dirty 20. You've got advantage as well. Okay. A the, Your hawk will see a raven fly from the figure in who is hiding in the alleyway mm-hmm. and fly up and across to Raffi and Meredith. Meredith, you won't see where this hawk has, where this raven has come from, mm-hmm. but you will see it squawk and land on Raffi's shoulder, who is startled mm-hmm. by this. Um, one moment, please. I'm just going to take this. 
as he pulls out the note from the raven's ankle and unrolls it, <clears throat> reads it. Ah, I see. Rolls it back up. The raven looks at, looks around, squawks and flies away. Uh, well, mare, mare, we're gonna head off now. Um, nice to do business with you, Dust of Chalk. Dust of Chalk, the tabaxi, is looking at you still confused, like you've given him this thing and he's not quite sure what's going on. Meredith you just kind of looks- You do an insight check, maybe, if you me? want to try and like- Yes. Pull out some more information from how this tabaxi is looking at you. I will do that. Just give me a second. I'm going to try and do it on here. Perception. Okay. Ooh. 20. Dirty 20. Okay. They seem genuinely confused. <laughs> okay. Like, genuinely confused about what's going on. Mm-hmm. What is, like, so Raffi has said, all right, Mare, let's go. What is Meredith doing? Uh, Meredith just kind of looks between Dust of Chalk and Raffi and then just kind of goes, okay, well then, this has been fun. Uh, nice to meet you. And uh, we'll be off now. Bye. Okay, and the two of you start walking back along the street you've just come from. Okay. Is the um, is the cloaked figure still visible to Orion? They are. They're still in that alleyway. Okay. I suppose I, what I want to do is sort of have Orion sort of sort of flick between the kindergarten and the cloaked figure to see what happens, I guess. Um, does Orion you, notice... You were, here, you were here from your hawk that one of the kindergartners is pointing up at the sky and saying, a bird, a bird! Mm-hmm, nice. Um, do, does, does Orion notice the cloaked figure watching Meredith and Raffi or looking in um, Harold and Potentia's direction? They seem to be surveying the entire scene. Sure. They have not made a move yet, apart mm-hmm. from releasing that raven. Can I, um, as Meredith and Raffi are walking away, um, I'm going to ask Raffi what the hawk said, or what the raven, what the message was on the raven. Uh, he's got like a bit of a grin on his face now as he's walking. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's that just went, I'm you know, really pleased how well that went. Um, yeah, the raven message uh, was actually from Dust of Chalk. Uh, apparently they they said that they can't appear to pay me now because that would be too suspicious and that uh, payment will come soon through the Thieves Guild and they thanked me for my, my work. Mm-hmm. Can I roll a perception check just to see if he's being dumb? I can insight to see if he is telling yep. the truth. Yep. Well, yeah, but also this sounds really suspicious. Like, thank you for your service. I'll pay you later. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, like an insight right. into the note as opposed to an insight into Raffi's stupid... But yeah, I want to, I want right. like, yeah. Because I mean, okay. yeah, I'm going to roll an insight. Uh, that's 12. You don't know enough about the Thieves Guild okay. to work out if that's a normal thing. Yeah, fair. Okay, so all I can do right now is just go along and um, mm-hmm. we can walk back to Harold and Potentia and report back. All right, so you get back to Harold and Potentia. Raffi with this this grin on his face. Well, I think that's me done. I'm going to leave it to the three of you. Can I see the note that he has? Like, has he got she it in his hand or has he pocketed it? it? He would have pocketed it, yeah. Okay, so I don't know it exists. Yeah, so. no, he received a note. No, and as Harold okay. relayed that to you, which I don't think he did. And I haven't either, because I don't mm-hmm. know enough to know whether he's telling the truth or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, I, I don't 
think that's accurate, Rafi. I think that you still have a part to play in this. That grin fades slightly. We watched your back. Time for you to watch ours. All right, sure. I'll uh, I'll stay here while you do your thing. So Harold is still watching the cloaked figure and the um, the kindergarten. So Harold wouldn't actually be able to hear this conversation. He's just concentrating on uh, the cloak. The cloaked figure um, hasn't moved yet. They're still keeping eye, but they do appear to be looking further down the road in the way that Raffi and Meredith walked to back towards where the four of you now are. Um, I think. Uh, we should probably move because I think that hooded figure followed, you know, Meredith and Raffi's path. And I think if we stick around too long, it'll be a little suspicious. Um, we should find a quiet corner just to sort of let Orion observe for a little while uh, and see what happens. Probably feign to head towards the city, I would say. Can I cast message at Harold? Um, because technically this is not a hearing thing. This is a getting inside your brain thing. Um, and just say, do you want me to guide you or do you want uh, do you want me to guide you so that you can keep an eye on Orion? And I, knowing how message work, would reply, uh, yes, please. I say to Meredith, uh, we should wander on Citywood somewhat, but perhaps double back shortly. Um, so let's meander back towards... Would we have seen on our wander like a cafe or a bar or yes, something? Yes, you, you would have seen a cafe. Um, it would be closer to the north gate where the the wall parts enough you would have to come through and travel into the city. There's a number of cafes and little merchants there. Potential will still guide Harold until such a point as Harold actively tells her she doesn't he doesn't need to anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially. So um, in that case, Potential is going to set off at a not too brisk pace on account of she's not going to drag Harold through the streets. It's going to appear for all that are watching to be like someone walking with someone who is who needs assistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, through the streets. Um, okay. Who needs a guide? Someone who needs a guide, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Through the streets to a cafe. So you will make your way through the streets until you get back towards the north gate of Ferromasters uh, and find a nice little cafe for mostly travelers coming through this way. Mm-hmm. Um, some people stopping on their way home from work. Uh, in, into from the city into Newtown, um, but a lot of people travel along this road uh, into Ferromasters and out of Ferromasters. You find a seat. Uh, uh, it's reasonably busy. Fair few people around. Um, tables are mostly full, but you do manage to get one. People are having a afternoon tea, uh, some small cakes, biscuits. Some people are having coffees. It's it's a nice part of town to be in and people are traveling you see some merchants who are like standing in the street like selling bags of of fruit and trying to like hawk their wares and if you weren't being followed stealthily by this hooded figure it would be a lovely afternoon so the hooded figure is following us so they haven't gone to the kindergarten they're following they us gone to the they're following Great. you. So in which case, um, yeah, if I notice that, I'll say, um, our cloaked friend is uh, is following us currently, so let's make a good show of uh, wherever we're going. <laughs> Harold doesn't know, I guess. Well, Harold yeah. does, see. Um, I'm just going to turn to Meredith and, and just be like, so how was your wander through the suburbs? I know that we said we'd meet up for coffee, but I wasn't sure where to meet you. Like, actively trying to do the, like, oh, you 100% were just in that area, like, 
coincidentally, and you ran in like you were d- supposed to meet up with us because that's what you were supposed to do. Meredith, can you give me an insight, please, to yep. see if you can pick up on what potentially is doing? You haven't had the best insight lately. Oh, no, that's a 14. And to be fair, Harold yeah, did just yeah. say, make a show of it. Yeah, so, that's true. true. Like, so, yeah, you do, you do, you pick up what she's laying down. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a, like, it's just so good to run into you. I, I wasn't quite sure how to get in contact and just be like, hey, we're here. Yeah, no, it's, I completely forgot to tell you where we were going to meet. I mean, like, ha, it's typical me, right? Yeah. Um. Did you manage to... That you said to come meet you in this area. I assume you had some errand or something that you had to run. I've no. Oh yeah, no. It was um something for the Adventurers Guild. They wanted us to drop oh, something okay. off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, great. It was all very confusing, but we did the job. So yeah. I guess I've got to go back and like file for it now. Yeah, fair enough. They'd be five hundred feet away at this point. Okay. Down the um, down the road. So how's university going? How's all the? Did you manage to get through all the reading? You've reached, you've reached the cafe. Do you want um, to get a, try and get a table? Yeah, I do. I want to flag a weights person down. Just like, um, I just I just really like uh, just a table for four. Um, we don't have a booking. We weren't quite sure where we'd end up. It's okay. It's a busy time of day. Uh, that table's just clearing, so let me wipe it down. You can have it. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. They'll wipe the table quickly and yeah, show, um, show it to you. She's just going to like... You know how people sling their bag over the back of a chair just in a very, like, this is, of course, what I was planning to do for the entire day. Like, you know, when someone rolls into a cafe and they're just like, chuck mm-hmm. the stuff down. Um, just get a guy, like, sort of chuck her stuff down, sit Harold down. Mm-hmm. Harold, is, so you're being moved to be seated? Yeah, I mean, I, Orion can kind of see where we're going, so I'll, I'll yeah. try. Yeah. I'm going to roll a dexterity check to see how... How, how much Harold. fumbling you are? Yeah. 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 Using, a natural actually, check. Using like Orion vision to try and sit. A nothing sus check. Mm. Yeah, make it at, at disadvantage for me. Sure. Uh, that's a four. Cheaper. So it's not especially graceful. <laughs> no. You're basically playing like a real time strategy game where Harold is the only person that you are in control of. You're getting a top down <laughs> view of the world. Giant and, like, human puppet. Yeah, you've walked into a, like, being directed into a cafe, so you can't fully see your entire body at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great, so you <laughs> half missed the chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jed's just going to bump Harold sideways so that he's, like, actually on the chair as opposed to being half butt on mm-hmm. the chair, half not. Um, Meredith's eyes just kind of flash with the whole, like, but she keeps the smile. And then just send message to him being like, you're sitting in a cafe, you're fine. Just, you're fine. What, what, what do you want to order? <laughs> hey, uh, Kate here. If you've been enjoying the show, we'd love if you could rate and review the podcast on your preferred podcast app. And while you're at it, why not recommend the show to a friend? It really helps us to spread the word about the show. If you want to learn more about the world of Dungeons and Doctorates or submit questions and messages, check out dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. And now back to the action. Are they, is the cloaked figure still... They're still moving towards you. Okay. They're keeping to, like, behind crowds of people. They, they're moving to attempt to be mm-hmm. unseen from where you are currently. I'll say, um, our friend is still heading this way. Um, order me a ginger beer and a cake, please. Great. Um, she's just go- uh, potentially going to flag down a weights person and be like, I've just found out that uh, we've got a fifth person joining us. Would you mind pulling up an extra chair? Um, they're on their way. Uh, sh- sure. Thank uh, you. He'll, like spin around using this. Okay, thank you. 
and you'll just pull a chair from another table. Thank you. Uh, are you ready to order now? Uh, well, two ginger beers and a slice of uh, whatever cake you think would be grand. Thank you for the that's us. Uh, uh, can I you? have a, a lavender tea, please? Um, and oh, maybe one of those orange cakes. They looked so good. And uh, Raffi? Raffi's leg is just like tapping. Like mm-hmm. his back, his leg's just bouncing. Uh, ginger beer, fine, sure. Three ginger beers, two orange cakes, and a lavender tea, please. She's like just doing that very officious, that one member of the friend group. Mm-hmm. Who's got everything in their brain, <laughs> yep. Who's just like, no, no, I'm just sorting this. Like, I have to sort this out. <laughs> Raffi is, is like looking at, between Potentia and Meredith. Like, Harold's in, Harold's in the picture, but he's not really looking at Harold. You're awfully calm for someone following you. Nah, this isn't our first radio. Okay, sure. You like looks down the street back the way you came and then like realizes what he's doing and then kind of like looks at the table. Hey, Raffi, Meredith says, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks at you, looks back at the table. There was like a, a very small grin, but it's faded now. <laughs> that hooded figure is about 200 feet away, Harold. Mm-hmm. Um, can I please get perception checks from Potentia and Meredith if they are looking down the street? I would have sat myself so I can see down the street, if that makes sense. So, okay. like, I'm okay. looking, but more because okay. I'm facing right. that way. So, I'll, I'll get you to roll regular perception. Meredith, because of the number of seats there are, you're going to have to make this at disadvantage because you can't be seated in such a way to look yeah. down the street All right, without so I having got, to, like, turn your head. Like, got, if you want to just turn your head and look down the street, you can do totally that. Totally fine. No, I think, I think Meredith would trust Potentia. Okay. And because she's sitting opposite Potentia, which is where I'm I'm guessing she is, she's got her back mm-hmm. to the door, so she's not. Mm-hmm. She's kind of watching Potentia rather than watching the door. Dirty 20. Nice. 17 plus uh, 3. Mm, through the crowd, you can make out the, the cloaked head of this person. They are standing behind a crowd of people currently, so they aren't fully visible. Mm-hmm. They are trying not to be seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're walking with this group and they are like, their head is in your direction. Great. Um, I'm going to message Harold and be like, what do, what do I do? They're clearly here, but they're too far away for me to do anything right now. I'll, I'll message back because it's, um, it's silent, basically. Mm-hmm. Orion is still watching. Let's have a drink and eat the cake and see what happens. I'm going to turn back to the group and say, well, I mean, hopefully our food and beverage arrives shortly before our friend does, I would hate there to be any interruption to our lovely afternoon. Uh, the cafe staff member is currently collecting various drinks and cake on a platter. Mm-hmm. It looks like they match up to your order. They're just kind of at the counter putting it together before they come mm-hmm. over. This hooded figure is getting closer. I am uh, actively they... keeping an eye on them, but doing that like flick between whoever mm-hmm. is in front of me in the group. So like if they end up to my left, it might be that I'm looking at Harold, like through Harold to see them, looking through Rafi to see them. Okay. Um... Give me a perception, please, from your poor Christian, Harold. 23. Okay. Uh, and also, I guess, Potentia as well. 21. Okay. This this cloaked figure has stopped in the road. They're about 140, 130 feet away. And they've stopped, and they're just, like, staring into the cafe. And they, like... You can feel them looking at you, Potentia. And maybe even Meredith can, like, like prickle on the back of your neck, can feel someone that's, like, staring. I think we're being watched. Is that correct? We are a fascinating group of people. I can understand that that might be something that is happening, yes. 
Potentia is fully trying to like keep the the, the feeling of the the chatty cafe thing going because um, Meredith she's like, like I don't want to. Yeah, Meredith do kind of catches. Can I? Do I need to roll an insight check to kind of catch what she's putting down? Yeah, and just kind can of roll insight to try and peel away what she's saying to get to what she means. Yeah, what she's feeling. That's a ten. Mm, Potentia is very good at disguising her intentions with her words. Um, Harold will say, um, you know, once we've finished with the cake, I think we should perhaps take a, uh, a carriage back to Firmastus. Uh, the, the, the waiter has come over at your drink. Uh, here you, madam, cake, Perfect. here you are, thank here you, you are. Oh, thank uh, you. That you're still waiting for a fifth person. Does, do you want to order for them already or just wait for a bit longer? Uh, we'll wait. We're, we're waiting to, they, they said that they were going to come and join us, but we're just, we're not okay. no sure. Worries. So no worries, no worries at all. Um, Harold, you will see through your hawk vision that this person, they've like balled their hands into fists. Okay, so what I'll do, knowing that they're sort of stationary for now, I will I will drop out of Orion vision. And mm-hmm. I will say to Potentia, Potentia, did that message arrive? Uh, Potentia, in that case, just, I, I guess I'm going to have to do my slide of handy fun again, Ben, to, to point at Harold. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Do another slide of hand, please. Uh, 17. Harold knows that messages are silent, basically, yeah, yeah. except to the people mm-hmm. who listen to them. And Harold will say, we'll order a cab and then slip away whilst we have the cover. I'm going to turn to the group and just say, I've been walking around a lot today and these boots are not exactly made for walking. So uh, would anyone mind if after we finish our cake and beverages that we uh, return uh, return home in a more mobile form of transport. I just can't really face the idea of walking. I mean, that's fine, but, and Meredith gestures to the fifth seat, but are we not waiting for our friend? As this, as, as Meredith says that, Potentia and Harold, almost in slow motion, see down the street that hooded figure pull back their hood, revealing a masked tabaxi head. Their hands move and a pinprick of light appears in their hand and it shoots down the street towards you. Um, if I see the somatic uh, gesture happening, I will instruct Orion to basically uh, run interference. Like I'm, I'm basically trying to distract the tabaxi in that moment so that they, I guess I'm hoping they get disadvantage if they make a roll, I guess. I mean, that's up to the DM, of course, but that's what I'd like to do. Like have, have Orion run interference for us, basically. Okay, um, I'm gonna roll a concentration check. Hello again, listeners. It's Ben, your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM here, reminding you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DN Doctorates, and to use the hashtag DN Doctorates when you talk about the show. Check out our website, dndoctorates.com. Find behind-the-scenes information and character profiles. As usual, I'm writing uh, for the next story arc, and I'm looking for NPC names. If you recommend the show on social media and tag us, you might hear an NPC named after you in a future episode. We have a personal message to be read out on the show. This one is being read out by our very special kobold, Squeak. So I will pass over to Squeak for this week's message. Squeak. That was for Ben, um, from all of his D&D players, past, present and future. And for those of you not entirely fluent in Squeak, that means thank you for being such a good DM. Aww. 
That's so sweet. <laughs> Uh, um, thank you very much, Squeak, for that message. Uh, heartwarming. I love it. Uh, if you would like a message to be read out on the show by myself or one of the cast members as ourselves or as a character, you can find the links to the Google form on our social media and on our link tree. Just head to our website dndoctorates.com and it's right on the homepage. the next episode is coming out on the 4th of february so not long to wait in fact let's get back to this episode right now they pass the concentration check blossoming like a deadly flaming flower on your table is a fireball everyone needs to make dexterity saving throws 16. Uh, 15. So Harold and Potentia are going to take half as they have passed their dexterity saving throw. Meredith is taking full. Mm. Raffi is taking full. A lot of people in this cafe. Because Fireball, which is what they've cast, is a 20-foot radius. 20-foot radius sphere of fire appears (gasps) centered on your table. So I'm going to roll damage. Uh, Fireball is 8d6. Oh, no! Uh, That is 24 points of damage. Ooh, ow. I have three hit points left. I'm lucky I took half. Raffi's is out. A lot of people in this cafe are out. Uh, They are on the ground, unconscious. As Potentia and Harold are still conscious and can hear as as chaos is starting to erupt, as people panic from this fireball going off in the cafe, down the street you will hear, Why is it always you? Alright, Ben, how far away is, well, the the hooded figure? Um, We know it's a tabaxi. Um, They are 130 feet. In response, surveying the scene, seeing Meredith uh, looking pretty rough, uh, I'll turn Potentia to Potentia and say, look after Meredith, and I will turn into a warhorse, an actual warhorse, not like, this is like an actual druid, wild-shaped warhorse, um, not like a constellation. Am I allowed to take movement? I'm guessing that'll have to wait till initiative, right? Yeah, we'll wait for it. Yeah, roll initiatives. Six for my initiative, though. 22. 16. Potentia. Um, Pe- people are running around, like, in shock at just this fireball that has just taken out a lot of people. Okay, um, I'm going to go 15 feet forward, so I'm 120 feet away, and cast Magic Missile at second level, which is 4d4. 3 plus 3 plus 3 plus 3. Cool. Uh, (laughs) 16 points of damage. I basically want to put myself in front of Meredith, So, next up, Meredith. Okay, so Meredith is going to cast um, Cure Wounds, second level, on herself. Eight, so I get eight hit points back. Okay, so can you give me the layout of the cafe? Like, what am I seeing around me? Also, your table has, like, been basically collapsed down due to the fireball. Um, There was the four of you seated around it. Harold has turned into a warhorse. He's currently in the cafe still. 
Potentia has stepped forward and fired magical bolts of energy down the, the street back at this, this hooded figure. Raffi was is on the ground next to you, unconscious, looking pretty singed. The, the waiter is also on the ground. There are probably 10 or 12 people around you currently just unconscious. The doors are open, but they're firing through the door. Okay. So Meredith, um, you've kind of seen this sort of reaction and behavior from her before. Um, So after the ghost fight that we had, um, she kind of went into this different sort of mode um, and like was pretty focused on on a few certain things. And you kind of see that look kind of shudder across her face again. Um, And she like, yeah, you know, um, turns to all the people in the cafe who are still like they're coughing, they're not looking great. But she's like, okay, um, I need all of these tables flipped up. We're going to move all of these people back here. I'm out of the way. And then she kind of um, makes sure that they're all doing that. People in the street have like they've turned to look down at the cafe. Like no one has really clued on to where this firebolt came from because it is just a, like a ping of fire that shoots mm-hmm. down the, the street. But they do notice this tabaxi conjure arcane bolts of energy and fire again into the cafe, this time at the warhorse that has appeared in the cafe. Uh, so these are going to be some eldritch blasts coming your way, Harold. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not great. The first one's an 11. That hits. Oh, 11 hits. Okay. The warhorse is quite large. I mean... So it's an easy... It's a bigger target. Mm. Uh, and the second one is a 12. So That also hits. Yeah. hits. Okay. So these are going to be dealing D10 plus a modifier. First one does 9. Second one does 10 points of force damage. Oof. That's a lot. All right. So the warhorse drops. <gasps> oh. But Harold is fine. Okay. Uh, realizing the panic in the streets and now you know people are staring at this masked tabaxi they start running away down the street away from where you are Harold I will use my full movement to go towards the tabaxi Mm -hmm. what is your full movement Um, 30 feet okay so you aren't dashing as well just your movement action no I will dash this time okay so you're traveling 60 feet towards the tabaxi yeah so the tabaxi was 130 feet. They've moved 30 feet. Yeah. And you've now moved 60 feet. So they're 100 feet away from you. Yeah. Potentia, we're back up to you as Harold's run out of the cafe toward chasing down this tabaxi. Okay. So Meredith is, how many tables have flipped at this point? How much cover is there? Uh, two people in the cafe listened to Meredith and they've popped up tables to try and take cover as those two extra bolts came in. It really spurred people into action. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and how close to the door am I? Uh, you would be just five feet from the door because you've stepped forward. Potential's going to move to the doorway um, and yell out to Harold. Uh, he's not worth it. And then uh, turn back around and move to Rafi. Trying to sta- stabilize him so that he doesn't. Yeah. 17. That will stabilize him. Cool. Meredith. All right. I'm going to nod at Potentia and just be like, well done. Um, and then move over to the um, the bar. Is it the bartender who's down? Or the, there's, a, the, there's a waiter. The waiter, yeah. And move over to the waiter um, and do a medicine check as well, just to stabilize. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 16. Yep, that will stabilize. Yeah. And then I'm going to look out at Harold. Uh, he would be out the door down the street. You can't see him. Okay. Quite. You have to like, because all these 
um, tables have gone up, you'd have to kind of position yourself to look yeah. down the street. I can do that though, right? I've got, yeah, you got you movement got action. Movement to do it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's you get four extra hit points. Um, it is Mysterious Tabaxi's turn. They run 30 feet, continuing in the same direction, and like a baseball player sliding into home, they skid, look at the edge of the street towards a sewer grate, and they are briefly surrounded by silvery mist, and they disappear. Harold, they were 100 feet away from you. They moved 30 feet additional... 30 additional feet away, and then blinked away. I'll make a perception check, uh, 16. Uh, well, your passive is higher than that. Right. So um, you'll see the sewer grate, mm-hmm. just like very um, you know, angled view of the sewer grate, but you don't see there's a backseat in the sewer grate. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them anywhere else? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw, 23. Okay, so having having heard what Meredith and Potentia said, um, I'll use my uh, action to move 30 feet back towards the cafe. Potentia. Okay, so what situation are we in in the... There's still at least 10 people requiring medical aid in here. Some other people have, like, stepped up and started doing first aid treatment as well. There's still 10 people unattended currently who are on the ground, not currently moving. Can I see um, Harold? You can see, yeah, you were looking down the... Yeah. Could I see the misty poof? Happen. Uh, give me a perception. Give me a perception check. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. You 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 saw them down the street and surrounded by silvery mist before disappearing. Okay. Um. I banked that in my head. Um. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound really good. Are there any elves in here who look particularly worse for wear? There are. Cool. Um. Uh, there will be uh, a pair of elves who are sitting at a table together who are now on the ground, unconscious. Well, I'm going to go over to one of them and like. Yeah. All right. Give me a medicine check. Uh, fifteen. Yep, that's enough to stabilize one of them. Okay. Um, I'm guessing that's pretty much my movement and my. I can't use any actions or bonus actions right now. So, I mean, I can, but they're not useful. Meredith. Um, Meredith is going to uh gesture a kind of like wave at one of the people who's looking a little bit dazed but least hurt. Um, mm-hmm. and she's just going to be like, you out the back door. We need some help. Um, go in and and uh, find the city guard, anybody, um, some authority figure. We need some healers. We need some help. Okay. That person will like, they're, they're a bit of like days, but yeah. Okay. And they'll like rush out the door. And then she's just going to move on to the next person and do a medicine check. Uh, roll me a medicine check, please. Oh dear. That's a five. Oh, no. That is not enough no, to stabilize. No, it is not. But she's going to do her darndest. And maybe start ripping up one of the tablecloths into bandages. Yes, okay. <laughs> Not enough to stabilize, no. but it's 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 trying. You're, you're banking on the placebo. Yes, cool. Okay. That's me. Okay. Um. Then we. I have a tabaxi turn, and we get to Harold, who is currently sixty feet from the cafe. Uh, he can see that there are guards running towards the cafe from outside. Um, not an angle that you could see from inside the cafe and people are kind of like looking both ways down the street some of them are staring at you Harold as you charged out of this cafe at that tabaxi I'm gonna make another wisdom saving throw uh 11 okay um so essentially what I was gonna do if if I rolled less than a 10 like basically 11 or like less than 11 Mm -hmm. um 
Harold was going to be too preoccupied with the tabaxi and focus on chasing the tabaxi in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because he rolled an 11, he will assess that people probably need his help more than fighting the tabaxi. Mm-hmm. And I will use my full movement to get back towards the cafe. Okay, that'll get you back inside the cafe. And I will use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on the person who looks the worst. Okay, um, that'll be the person who would have been sitting like behind you, basically. Great. Um, they get six hit points. Uh, you hear them like immediately gasp back to like consciousness. Okay. Um, at the end of your turn, there are flashes of light outside the cafe. The cafe is now surrounded by city guards and iron golems with the symbol of Veramastus emblazoned on their chests. Hey all, Kate here with the answer to last week's social media challenge. Last week's challenge was around our players' first sets of dice. Uh, And the answers were that the first set, set A, belonged to Joe. The second set, set B, is mine. Set C belongs to Ross. And set D belongs to Ben. I think the most that anyone got correct was two out of the four. So we'll have another social media challenge for you soon. So make sure that you like Dean Doctorates on Twitter, Instagram, and find us on Facebook. There'll be plenty of challenges to come in the coming weeks. See you soon. Someone with the symbol of Ferromastus on their chest in a suit of quite nice armor strides into the cafe, takes it all in, turns back. We need clerics in here. Now, 10 injured at least. Iron golems down that street. Chase that magic signature. And he looks around the room. I'm going to make an insight check for this person. He looks around the room and he sees the three of you, the ones up and about casting spells, tending to injured people. He points to the three of you and he steps into the cafe at the light behind him, allowing you to see his features now. He is a man uh, who looks to be in his mid to late 40s, slightly graying hair, clean shaven, um, with very small spectacles on his nose. Situations under the con- under control. The three of you, stand up, come with me. Uh, I'll reply to that. Um, look, give me one minute, I can help these people. When the cleric and Meredith, um, from where she's kind of kneeling beside somebody, like trying to help them, she shouts, when the clerics get here, come and help. And she's like, you've never seen this, you know, this kind of like anger or like, you know, demeanor on her. She's just not going to be moved until the clerics get here. Potentia stops what she's doing. Um, and like you watch her, like her torn between like listening to what the authority is telling her to do and doing what she in her gut knows is the correct thing to do okay um there is that moment passes as clerics rush past him into the room and start doing like mass cures and picking people back up can i go over and check on raffi please like i know i stabilize him but like yeah yeah raffi no raffi's still on the ground he is conscious now but he's kind of like taking it all in and maybe contemplating decisions he's made (laughs) to get to where he is now (laughs) He's rethinking all of his life choices. Um, hey, Potentia. You're right. That uh, hasn't quite gone to plan, right? No, but mm. upside, they... She sort of looks around and she goes, we'll talk about this later. For now, you know, get cleaned up. I'll see you back on campus. Just sort of with that, like, don't, that don't say anything, don't be an idiot look on her face. Um, he says 
something that for a moment doesn't quite read like it doesn't make sense like you think has he got a concussion you realize then he's i realize beaten, the thieves can't. Thieves, yeah. thieves can't and the message comes through see you thursday just a little nod and sort of stands up and just sort of looks across and say, to the others and says he's all right like she's not acknowledging any more than that but like this this man who is obviously some kind of authority figure is waiting for the three of you at the front of this door mm-hmm. and he's like gesturing for you to come towards him. Potentia's going to pick up her bag. She needs that bag because she knows what's in it. Are there any um, like unconscious people still? With the clerics coming in uh, no one is in danger anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Harold will walk towards the exit towards this city guards person. <sighs> Harold, you will recognize that he is wearing the badge of a Justicar. Mm-hmm. And a, another symbol, like another badge underneath that one, which you don't quite recognize. Mm-hmm. It's not something you've really encountered. He looks at the three of you. I am Justicar Frank, Arcane Investigator, and I am in charge of this response unit. I would like the three of you to come with me for questioning, please. folks ross here if you want to interact with us online you can hit us up on our various social media platforms we're on facebook instagram and twitter all at dn doctorates don't forget you can also submit mid-show messages and questions for the common room as well as peruse our wiki at dndoctorates.com that's dndoctorates.com we'll see you next week